goof for this one, Andrew. I don't think I don't think a goof is necessary for this one, Sam. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Everyone outside and in between. Welcome, Welcome back. back. Um yeah. This is a somber start. Somber to a very somber year. It just keeps <laughs> Yeah. Each just episode... keeps <laughs> the the year starts coming and it does not stop coming. You asked me if I had a goof and I was, was that, like Was that a good goof? No, that was a great goof, Sam. Okay. A great goof. <laughs> but you keep you you asked me for goofs at the beginning of episodes and I'm like Is it right to goof? <laughs> I, I don't know. First, people uh, are dying because of a virus. Now people are dying because of people getting shot. And now people are just dying because everyone has that clock on them. I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jeez, Louise. It, it, it is one of those episodes, I guess. You're, yeah, my name is uh, my name is Sam Bandit. And I'm Andrew Thomas. And this is a podcast where we talk about movies and other, and mainly other stuff, but also mainly movies. It's a good, I would say it's a good 50-50 split after I said that. That was an incorrect statement. We, we, that's our slogan. Oh my God, there it is. We, we t- mainly talk about movies and we mainly talk about other stuff. <laughs> we mainly talk about movies. Well, we also talk about other stuff. It's about like a 50-50 split of, of <laughs> movies to other stuff. <laughs> but like uh, movies. It's like movies, but like movies, you know? Yeah. Other stuff, <laughs> we can't really specify what other stuff, but it, there is other stuff. There is other stuff in there. For sure there's other uh, stuff. How, how how are you since last uh, time we since two days ago yeah. uh i'm good uh yeah this weekend has been chill um one of my roommates is out of town he's camping with some pals before they all head back to their uh like college towns and such ah um and my other roommate uh plays uh <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons with other people on on the Discord. So he's been he was busy last night and he's busy today Ooh. doing that. So I've been doing nothing. I I hung out and I wrote a bunch of stuff for our Stars Without Number campaign, which I'm I'm happy for, happy about. I wrote up our our opening cinematic. Oh, we very uh, excited. Yeah, that's uh, if you want to hear uh, us make Andrews character for for said campaign you, you gotta you gotta support us on patreon exactly. patreon.com slash welcome back pod for as little as five bucks a month yeah 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 um uh yeah so I'm, I'm okay i'm doing a show later today which should should hopefully be like a good a good energy bump yeah that's uh, good yeah i have to like go for my run you know after i'm done recording yeah. i have like a plan for the next few hours that's good having a plan is yeah what about you how's your weekend your roommates are out of town my roommates are out of town uh just yesterday i had a very hazy lazy day too much if you ask me uh (laughs) today just watch the film i'm hopefully gonna get some writing done uh take care of a dog my my sister wants me to take pictures of her for a leaked in so that that's Great. fun. Uh, 
Yeah. That's about it. Cool. Um, got some heartbreaking news Friday, but yeah, that was a... <laughs> if you click this podcast, you know why. Yeah, we so we we recorded our bonus episode, uh, and I just finished editing it, so I know this is what happened. At the end of that episode, we I went, "What are we doing this weekend?" And you said, "I don't know. We'll figure it out." And I was like, "Okay, cool." And then like maybe two hours later, I got a text from Andrew about uh, the hi Ebenezer, hi Ebenezer's the... even like, "Don't say it! Don't say it!" <laughs> Uh, about the the unfortunate event of uh, Chadwick Boseman's passing, um, and then I like went on my run and I and I was like, "This is just a weird, this is a weird day." Yeah. Uh, and then and then I sent Andrew some memes to cheer him up, and yeah. And then yeah, and then we chose this movie because it was the one that I could stream. Mm-hmm. That we haven't done before. It was 42 or this. Yeah. Uh, And this being Marshall. Marshall. 2017's, I wish I remembered the director's name, the director of House Party, um, Marshall. We saw it. We we did it. It Reginald Reginald Hudlin. Reginald Reginald Hudlin. Um, the fanciest name I have heard in so long. Probably goes by like Reggie, right? Reg. Probably. Oh, Reg Hudlin. Love it. What'd you think of Marshall, Sam? Um, uh, it's a, it's a film, uh, that I watched. Uh, it's not, it's not very good. Uh, it's not bad. It's, it's a bit, um, misguided, maybe is the word. Uh, it's, it's quite possibly the cheesiest movie that I've watched in a very long time. And I watched Project Power last week, so that's saying something. Um, yeah, it's fine. Chadwick Boseman is great. Like, like, as always... He's amazing. And Sterling K. Brown, amazing. But the movie as a whole is just like... It's just a meow from my cat. Yeah. Uh, is what's happening. One meow out of two. Yeah. Um, uh, what about you? How do, how do, Where are you sitting with, with Marshall? Let's see. Let's play a quick fun game. I bet you can figure out what phrase I'm about to say and how I feel about this movie. Uh, it's a phrase I shit. use quite often. You say so many phrases. I do. I have quite a. a you have a lot of phrases, phrases, especially about movies, and especially on this dinging <laughs> podcast. Uh, if it's it's tight, it's confidently made. You're not. It's confidently made. That's not what I would say, but you're not wrong. Um, it's a perfect Saturday afternoon movie. It's a perfect oh. Sunday morning movie. Oh my god, this morning I was like Oh I... <laughs> um, Yeah. As like That's a, fair. a movie just overall. It's fine. Uh oddly enough, I don't really th- if anything, I don't think it's a white savior movie. I think it's a black savior movie. <laughs> I think it's about this swagtastic man 
coming in to help this white guy with this court case. <laughs> like, I know that's not the movie. I get it for people who's watching who's like, hey, I get it. I know. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I don't. <clears throat> I used to be a person who was like, anyone can make any movie that they want forever. And it was like when Detroit came out, I think people were like, I'm sick. Not even Detroit, like 12 Years a Slave. People were like, I'm sick of black suffering movies. And I'm like, I've never been a biggest fan of them. But like, if they want to make that story, make that story. I'm glad a black man made this movie. Um, he, a black man directed this movie and two white dudes wrote it. Yes. Well, I'm glad a black man directed this movie. Um, yeah. <clears throat> It was watching it, and nothing even that, I don't want to say that, but comparatively to Detroit or 12 Years a Slave, nothing awful happened like in that movie, in those movies, I should say. No, I don't I don't think this is, a, 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 I don't think this is like a black suffering movie. But I will say. In the, in the way that those two movies very much are. But I will say, I am sick of it. <laughs> um, That's fair. Ebenezer, what? I just picked you up. What do you want? You then squick, you squirmed out of my arms, and then you're upset at me. What do you what do you want? Food. Everyone loves food. Oh, is he out of food? I'm gonna actually double check. Okay, check, check it out, check it out. I haven't left my room today, so I should know. Um <clears throat> I know it's not a black savior movie like 12 Years of Slavery Detroit. Or, you mean uh, black suffering? What did I say? Black sa- slavery? Huh. Yeah. Um, you said black, black savior. Black uh, suffering movie. But it was this movie. It was hearing the testimonies from Staley. Uh, I really can't talk today. What's his name? Sterling <laughs> K. Brown. Yeah? Sterling. Yeah. Yeah. Sterling K. Sterling. Brown. It was just, I was like, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm done with this. Still, That's it's fair. still important. I didn't know all these things about the, the good Marshall. And he is definitely a name that should be on the lips of school children. Um, did you like that? You like that? <laughs> I felt like that's a pretty so like, you said, grandiose, so you, important. You said, "Yeah, no, it, it was good." I just didn't want to. I didn't want to ruin the moment because you said on on the lips of school children, and my brain went like, "You can't <laughs> say that, Andrew." The, no, my brain went <laughs> yeah, on the lips of school children, like on uh, like in the arms of an eight. You know that song? Yeah. Yeah, my brain did <laughs> Your that brain just on did the that. lips of school school children, and then I started laughing, and then and now we're here. Brains are weird, aren't they? Ugh. But yeah, I I enjoyed it for doing this podcast and me watching it, knowing that I had to talk about it, and just for that sake alone, I really enjoyed it. I, I had a lot of Great. fun with it, um, and yeah. But uh, speaking of that black man director, 
Andrew. <laughs> in my head, it came off more. That was. I apologize. In my head, it came off more funny. Our brains weird. <laughs> uh, Reginald, let's talk about Reginald. Reginald Hudlin. Um, uh, I don't think I've seen any of his other movies. He is. He's, pro- he's mainly a producer. He's mainly a producer. Okay. Yeah. Um. Like he produced like Django Unchained. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah, a bunch of the Boondocks TV show, mm. uh, the Bernie Mac show. Like he's he's a big producer boy. All right, uh, cool. And he's directed a bunch of like TV stuff uh, that I haven't watched. Uh, oh, he directed an episode of New Girl. That's cool. Yeah, that. I was about to say. I was like, when I looked at it earlier, did he direct an episode of like? girls or something something that you would not think this director would do but was new girl yeah yeah new girl he did an episode of the office uh did a couple episodes of modern family of psych did an episode of bones so he worked with Uh, both deschanel's yeah (laughs) i pray it took me a second I wish um, my brain took a second with, but I heard Bones and I was like, "Ooh, both Deschanel's." <laughs> um, uh, but this is like the only move. The, the he's only directed like a couple movies, most of which were like way back in like two thousand, two thousand two, the nineties, nineties, yeah. Uh, and then he did that. Then he did TV for seventeen years, and then he did Marshall. I mean, it must have, it must have been something like he was trying to produce it. A bunch of people said no, and he said, "Fine, I'll do it myself." I mean, quite possibly. Um, yeah, I like the direction in this. It's, it's, yes, it is competently made, but also, what's the word I'm looking for? Very confidently made. <laughs> um, it's not just competently made. It's very competently made. No, like, I, I think all the direction, all the direction of the actors are really good. Uh, I think all the entire cast is really good. Um, they're having people just sit in a room and talk easily can be boring. And I was expecting that. And it wasn't. And I do have to commend my man on that. On that alone. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I don't think that it was bad in any sense. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't, like, amazing. (laughs) It was, yeah. It was not spectacular, jaw-droppingly amazing. But also, if I heard... He was directing another movie. I'd be like, okay. Depending That'd on cool. what the trailer was, I'd be like, I see that. I liked Marshall. Yeah. Um, Why not? I'll go see it. Yeah. With the cheesiness, do you think the cheesiness comes more from the writing or from the directing? Um, I would... Sorry, my cat's my cat was bullying my other cat. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> Try to take it to lunch money. <laughs> yeah. 
No, sometimes when they fight, like Moffat wants to stop fighting and Ebenezer doesn't want to fight. Doesn't want to stop fighting. <laughs> and so Ebenezer just sort of will like will like stand near Moffat and Moffat's just like, no. Aww. So I just have to go and, and like be like, hey, stop. Hey, stop it. <laughs> the humans here, stop it. Break it up. Um Yeah. Uh, Normally, Ebenezer will, like, trap Moffat somewhere. (laughs) Be like, were you saying something about me? Were you talking? Nah, 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 man. Nah, I wasn't saying anything, (laughs) man. Just, I was trying to get to my mom's house. Really, really, if you just let me go. Nah, nah, sir, I ain't letting you go. Now tell me. Tell me. (laughs) Were you talking about me? Because I heard you've been talking about me. I heard you've been flapping your fuckers. What? I started. I started. I stopped. Just, it was right there. It was right there. I was on the precipice. Oh, <laughs> um, I was so excited. I was on Andrew, the you have no idea. I think the cheesiness is is mainly the writing, uh, but the direction isn't helping. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get what you mean. What were spoiler alerts for real life? Uh, if you don't know who Third Good Marshall was, go look him up. Wikipedia is a thing. Uh, read, read a book. Read a book. Um, or watch this movie. Or watch this movie as a jumping off point. I definitely yeah. want to learn more. Um, I had a question. What was I going to ask, Sam? Uh, cheesiness. The cheesiness. What scenes were cheesy to you? That were like, I don't oh, want to say man. unforgivable, but like that really stuck out to you. That you were like, oh, geez, uh, tone it back. Just the whole, like the scene where, where what's his nuts is uh, talking to, talking to Josh Gad in the pool. And, and he's like, uh, this guy's coming in to like help this guy. And he's like, no, I don't do criminal cases. And he like starts swimming away. And then he's like, we already filed the paperwork. And then he turns around and he's like, what? And then it like cuts immediately to another scene. I was like, oh, okay. This is this is where we're at. Also the whole, also the entire women are women, men are men thing. I was like, what? 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 What are you talking about? What? Okay, sure. That's weird. Um... <laughs> Just it seemed like they took like the I don't I, it was I think it's mainly the writing yeah no for sure because the it was just like every moment was just like I've seen this moment in a million movies I will have to see. like like at the end like is what kind of airplane is this supposed to be well that's supposed to be you those are ears I was like yeah kids are bad at drawing we get it we fuck we understand <laughs> oh that moment was cute. <laughs> It's cute, but it's still just like it. I've seen that beat a million times. Yeah, I will say, Sam, that moment because I know exactly what moment when Josh Gad's in a pool in the pool, and yeah. he was like, "Oh, it's already been filed." And he turned around and he said, "What?" I imagine a split screen of us and you going, "Oh, it's one of these movies," and me going, "Yeah, it's one of yeah. these movies." <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, yeah, that man, men are men and women are women were was very, very cheesy. Was so was very. just like I got what? it. What I got it, man. I got a knock on your door at two in the morning. I wish 
solving problems was that easy. I wish if I was at a bar and and some woman would say, hey, this and that, this and that. And then I'm just like, wait, say that again. (laughs) Yeah. Um, who, Who were the writers for this film? Uh, it's a couple of brothers. Uh, it is. Bow, bow, bow. Uh, Michael and Jacob Koskov. Ooh. What else have they done? Uh, no, nothing. Nothing. So this is the first thing they wrote? This is the first and only thing that they have written together. Uh, Jacob Koskov helped with the with the script for the 2015 Macbeth with Michael Fassbender, yeah? Yeah. Ooh. I mean, and a and a Ben Stiller movie from 2009 that I've never heard of. Is it called is it with Owen Wilson and Paul Rudd? Oh, dang it. Ooh. It's called The Mark Peace Peace Experience. <laughs> I would have never guessed that. I have literally never heard of this film, so I'm just not even going to look at it. Uh, that's it. Those are the only things that these that these people have done. Um, this, I mean... Which, I mean, makes sense as to why it's so goddamn cheesy. Yeah, I'm glad at least they didn't direct it. This is, it's what I always say. If you're, if you're a writer, you can write whatever you want. You want to write a black movie, write a black movie. You want to write... Do whatever you want to do. When you when you're making it, you have to find a producer to be like, "Hey, someone else should tell this story." To to just double check my work at the bare minimum. So I'm glad they yeah. did that. Um, yeah, <laughs> I the cheesiness was there, especially hearing that this was their first major thing. I get it. it I feel like there is promise there. I feel like they watched the movie and I bet they saw everything that you saw. And I mean, I hope so. I, I, I'll, I'll say this. If, if I heard that these guys were writing another movie, I wouldn't be excited to go see it, but you would see it. <laughs> if, if I had to, yeah. What is wrong? Moffat? Jesus Christ. What is wrong? Always while we're recording. It's either the ice cream man or my cat. What what they're in cahoots? <gasps> oh no! I imagine your cat's on a phone. <laughs> <laughs> they're hanging up. Their claws keep like hitting the touch screen. They're like, hold on. I need to hang up. Hold on. I'm such an old man. I was thinking of a landline phone. I didn't even kind of think of a, of a smartphone. I thought, Andrew. I thought, I imagined one cat on the phone and the other cat dialing. On the, I swear, that's the first thing that popped in my head. Oh, man. Uh, um, I, I don't know if I would go see it. I wouldn't go out of my way to see these guys well if you heard it was slaptastic then i would go see it but i'm not gonna be excited about it there's too many variables here man yeah there's too much uh yeah i i have a lot of issues with the writing of this movie um for a bunch of reasons the cheese uh being one of them um but uh my my biggest issue with the right oh have you talked about the writing i'm so sorry i mean 
I think the writing's fine. I think I said that. That's all I really have to say. Okay. Uh, yeah, my biggest issue is is that the movie is called Marshall, uh, and it's supposed to be a biopic about Thurgood Mar- Marshall and him doing his thing. But uh, he's he uh, he doesn't really have an arc. You don't really learn anything about him. The arc is the guy is the white guy that he works with. That's why I sense white savior. I don't think savior is the right word or white savior. White movie protagonist. Is the right term. Yeah, but it's a white protagonist in a movie about a black man. Yeah. Which is the wildest shit. Like when that when I, I was like, I was kind of excited. Like at the beginning of the movie, there's like that nice little opening bit of him like getting ready and then leaving his house. And I was like, oh, this is nice. I like I'm, I'm I'm excited to see where this goes, you know, and then like, oh, you, there's this case and, and this guy was like accused of raping this woman and blah, blah, blah. He needs a he needs a lawyer. And I was like, OK, cool, let's do it. And then he gets there and, you know, we have some scenes with Josh Gad and I sort of figured, you know, I thought that Josh Gad was actually going to be the bad guy. Ooh, OK, I thought he was going to like when he first showed up, I was like, oh, he's playing like this insurance asshole. He'll be defending. The, he'll be on the state side. Yeah. Um, and, but then the movie is about making him a better lawyer. And Thurgood Marshall is just sort of there. Thurgood Marshall starts the movie as a great lawyer and ends the movie also as a great lawyer and hasn't changed at all. Like he's not made better by this experience. This is just like, another day for him is just another case another case yeah and so i wasn't i wasn't a big fan of that like watching it i was like because there because like there's clearly interesting stuff going on in his life like him and his wife trying to have a baby her having a miscarriage while he's away how does that affect him how does that affect his work all this stuff like does how does it feel to like never be able to be home with with your wife, like all that stuff I think is really interesting, especially about, you know, someone as important as Thurgood Marshall. But then they're just like, no, we're just going to focus on this other, other guy. If you'll indulge me, Sam, I think it's time to bring it back. I'll, I'll indulge you as much as I can. Welcome back. Mysteries back at it again. Ooh, I wonder, did these guys write this movie about John Josh Gad's character. Um, and they wanted that movie. And Third Good Marshall would just be a background character. And they shopped it around and everyone said, Good, good job. We need more Third Good Marshall. Hey, I bet we could get Chadwick Boseman. I bet we could get other actors. I bet that could get this movie into, you know, propel this movie to actually getting made. And they yeah. just went back for two weeks, punched it up, added more uh, Marshall, changed the name. Do you think th- that kind of feels that, like what happened? I that fe- that definitely feels right. It definitely feels like – because, like, Thurgood Marshall really is just there. Like, he's even – like, the moment that I was like, oh, God, oh, come on, was the moment when the judge was like, you aren't allowed to talk. And I was like, so we don't even get to see him being a lawyer? That's his whole thing. He's a lawyer. And we don't get to see him doing the lawyer stuff? Mm. What? 
what are you talking about? Like, it was just wild to me. Like, I was just like, how do you name your movie Marshall, frame it as if it's about Thurgood Marshall, and then talk about a completely different guy? Yeah. My thing- but I think that makes sense. Like, I think that idea makes sense. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if that was the that was the secret. Um, when, after Josh Gad gets beat up, and he goes home to his wife, and his wife's crying before she even sees him. And he's like, what's wrong? And she's like, our aunt was taken. And I was like, whoa, are we, we, we bringing up the Holocaust right now? What is this? Yeah, also, like, it came up when they were in the, uh, when they went to the club to confront the, your, your Legion boy. Mm-hmm. Um, like, a random person was like, well, I just think that the Nazis and the British should fight it out. And I was just like, what? We're just throwing that in there, huh? We're just going to toss that in yeah. and then move on. It was like, it was so wild. It felt so, like, I understand, like, it's a part of that story. It's a part of that time. But, like, it felt really unnecessary. Yeah. And, and more so you know, than like, that. it's just like, if <laughs> It is very, boop. Um, it's also so important for Josh Gad's character. And if we, and if you did want to tell a true biopic about Thurgood Marshall and not even, you know, birth to death just a slice of life like Lincoln or something like that. Yeah. But it it, feel, it is so focused on Josh Josh's Gaddis character that I yeah. do see that and see what you're saying. One thing and I wish the movie was better made because then it could back me up in what I was about what I'm about to say. <laughs> it's I don't I kind of like this cowboy the good marshal. He comes in, he sees a problem, he helps and he leaves. Like I kind of totally, down with that. I'm totally down for like a cowboy Thurgood Marshall if the protagonist is Thurgood Marshall. Yeah, but he's not the protagonist. Um, he's just kind of a, a <laughs> rootin' tootin' lawyer boy, a swagtastic man just coming in. Yeah, coming in hot, looking looking fresh in his yeah. suits. Because like, and then like piecing out, like it's so weird. And see, now I feel bad for my joke where I was like, if anything, this is a Black Savior movie. I feel like that's kind of what they defend. Like, they're like, he's not like an idiot. He's smarter than Josh Gad. He has to help Josh Gad with this case. No, no, no. Yeah. This is not a White Savior movie. Not at all. But it, yeah, it that's, that's why, like, about I, Marshall. Yeah. It's not about Thurgood Marshall. It's not. This movie is not about him. It should be called Fried, Friedman, I think his name is. Friedman? I think Sam it is Friedman, Friedman. yeah. Uh, it should be called Friedman, because it's that's who it's about. Fun fact. And, uh, and if you yeah. want to tell that story, then tell... I don't know how... Like, there should be more stories about Jewish people and Jewish heritage and, and what it was like stateside for them, knowing that... Yeah, I mean, a one story... Of the things ever is happening story across about, the ocean. A story about a Jewish lawyer suddenly thrust into public opinion uh, on an d- already divisive case of about race at the beginning of World War II is a very... There is so much interesting stuff in there. But the movie says, hey, we're going to tell... We're going to do a biopic about Thurgood Marshall. And then it throws Thurgood Marshall into nothing and just kind of is like, oh, we're going to focus on this other guy for a bit, but also Thurgood Marshall's around. So yeah. yeah. And I think that that comes down to the writing, I think. And like, you're right. Like Kozkov, that sounds like a, like a 
Eastern European name. It's very possible that that this they wanted to tell that story about about Friedman, but uh, just didn't didn't take off. Yeah. When you said that that uh, the story of a Jewish lawyer is so interesting. I bet somewhere in the world they're listening to our podcast, the writers, and they're like, right? That's what we were trying to say. <laughs> but they had to make us add in, thir- which is cool, I guess. I'm glad I'm glad you're painting these men as, as racists. <laughs> we kid, we kid. We're, we're, we're laughing because crying is sad. Speaking of pride, let's hop into this cast. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, do you want to, I mean, your boy, Dan Stevens. I love Dan Stevens. Um, I was so hyped, I was so hyped when I saw him. I was like, oh, damn! Yeah, yeah, Andrew yeah. must be so stoked! Oh, I did a full dance. We did, it was another split screen moment of, like, when he first showed up, and, and I'm like, oh, shit! And then you're like, yeah, 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 yeah! <laughs> I'm like, yes! <laughs> it's the Steve! Um, for what he's given, he's good. Yeah, he's a he's a great racist lawyer. For a movie already not focus on Marshall, it's already too much to ask. But like, I wish he was more than you, just the racist lawyer. I mean, he's also the product of nepotism. If that does that make it better, is that more or yeah? Oh, okay. Um, I mean, does that does that make it better? I just give my give my boy Stan give my boy Dan Stevens uh, more things to do. Let yeah, that's him, fair. let him wrestle around with complex human emotions. But I get it. Yeah. Uh, a quick random thing about nepotism. My brain. I know we've talked about this before, and I'm sure I've said it on this podcast, but it didn't actually click in my head until yesterday when I was doing some stuff for the Stars Without Number thing. That motherfucking Lewis Pullman's dad was Lone Star in Spaceballs. And that blew my mind for like a good minute yesterday. <laughs> I was like, Bill Pullman? That's Lewis Pullman's dad. Yeah. He was Lone Star? God damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was I was a little drunk <laughs> when this happened. <laughs> so just imagine what Sam just said, but slurring his words. A l- just a little slurred. Just a little just, just a little bit. Lewis Pullman? Uh, Spaceballs? Bill Pullman? Spaceball? Goddamn! Uh, uh, Kate Hudson is in this film as a as a sad wasp. Once again, I wish she was given more. She's a very good actress. She is a good actress. Um, have you seen Almost Famous? I think I did when I was a kid and didn't get it. You would love it. You should totally rewatch that movie. All right. Um, yeah, no, she's she's good for what she's given. I wonder, like, it must be, like, for an actor, especially an, act, an actor who is popular like Kate Hudson, it must be frustrating to get a role like this of like, oh, I'm just a screaming woman. Until I'm not. I mean, yeah, yeah, probably. It, I don't know. Especially 
I think especially in this movie. Yeah. I don't think that's a case for all movies. Mm. You know, like Knives Out. Say what you will about the movie, but that cast is stacked top top to tail. And and a lot of those people are just sort of like one note. That is very true. Kind of like, yeah, Tony Collette's just kind of the vapid hippie-ish. I know you hate when like, I say this, but like, I don't know. That's the point of Knives Out. It's these cast of characters. Like, yeah, I know. It's okay if they're all one note. It's not okay this. Well, we'll then blame the writers again. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I guess it all comes back, right? (laughs) It all comes back to one goddamn problem, and it's Michael and Jacob Koskov. (laughs) Um, yeah. Uh, do we want to talk about the the Sterling? Yeah, for sure. Sterling K. Brown is so damn good. I was so stoked when his name popped up at the top of this movie. I was like, oh, yes. I love Sterling K. Brown. He's amazing all the time. And he's great in this. He's, again, not given a whole lot, but he's very, he's he's just so good. Yeah. You can give you can give Sterling K. Brown nothing and he'll come out on top. He is really good in this movie. But what's it, much like with Kate Hudson, it must be frustrating. This one I know a little bit more of to just read and just hear. Well, I told you I didn't do it. I don't know. She's lying. But, uh, yeah, it, I get it's a story that you want to tell. And if attaching your name to this movie is able to get this story told, I get it. I understand. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, I get it. Um, I still think he does a good job. Yeah. I mean, he, for the, for the nothing he's given. Yeah. He's a great actor. I think he's done a good job. He's so good. Uh, do you want to talk about Olaf? I do have to say. I mean, sorry, Elder Cunningham. I, I mean, sorry, Josh Gad. <laughs> I do have to say. Have you seen Little Monsters? Oh, that, that would have been a good bit. Oh, that could have done a, been a good bit. Could have done a, like a Book of Mormon bit. Hello. My name is Thurgood. <laughs> the good Marshal. The good Marshal. I would like and to t- I would like to tell you about the most amazing book. That <laughs> could have been good. Dang it. Coulda shoulda woulda. Dang it. Well, it's 40 minutes in. This is the start of the podcast. Yep. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Oh goddamn. Uh Josh Gad. Josh Gad. Uh, have you seen Little I have Monsters? not seen I have not seen Little I have not seen it. it no. This thought occurred to me when I saw that. I, I don't know. I just assume Josh Gad is just an annoying character, and it's probably just because of Olaf. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then every so often you see him act, and you're like, "Good God, he's a good actor." Yeah, he's, he's great. <clears throat> he is a great actor. Um, he and you know one of our big problems with the movie is that he does get too much uh, <laughs> time. He gets too much time, and also his character is is just like he's just he's in every every like buddy cop movie every every lawyer movie with two up two with a new lawyer in it like he's just that guy who's just like i don't want to do this thing i don't want to do this thing i don't want to do this my reputation my reputation i have a family to think about I have to live here after you're gone. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> don't don't talk.
talk to the papers. I don't want any publicity in this very public. It was this very public case. It was the line. It was. It was after you leave. I, me, and my family still have to stay here. I'm like, yeah, I have heard that a thousand times. A thousand times. Uh, he's just that guy, and he does a good job of being that guy. But he is just that guy. Um. Oh dear lord. Is there anything else? I would love to just keep talking about Josh Gad. Oh, <laughs> oh jeez. Uh, uh Josh Gad, he's fun. He's funny. He's a funny man. Elder Cunningham is great. And like there are bits of Olaf that do shine. Oh yeah. Um, I but yeah, do just more things that aren't Disney, Josh. That's Yeah, by God. I mean, he's getting that money. Like, it's so hard. Yeah. Between all the Frozen and the Beauty and the Beast. And, like, ah, he's just, he's making that cash. Another reason why I thought I didn't like Josh Gad. Beauty and the Beast. Uh, But, yeah, no, he's great. He's really good. You just have to give him a good script. Yeah. He'll knock it out the park, like no, no, no doubt. But even if it's a batch, even in this, he's really good at this. He's, he's still really good at yeah. this. The moment, like that moment that we were sort of ragging on earlier when he comes home after getting beat up, like that moment between him and his wife is like really sweet. Yeah. Like he he pulls it, like he's so clearly like injured and broken, but he's just like he still needs to care for the woman that he loves. And it's just like, oh, this is so nice. He's a smart actor. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh, it's so it's so lovely. Yeah. I think we got to do it. I think we're forty. We're forty-five minutes in. Are you sure? Let's let's just third. We've bre- talked about a lot of stuff. I think we got to talk about it. <sighs> I'm am sorry. The the, the the legend himself, the the true king, Mister Chadwick Boseman. Let's first just talk about his performance in this, and then we can get in. To other stuff. He's very good. Chadwick Boseman is is always very good. Even in even when he's given again, very much like Josh Gad and Sterling K. Brown, you give him almost nothing and like he'll take off and and soar. Yeah. And then you give him something great like Black Panther, and it's like, oh fuck. Oh, this or the five bloods. Just like, oh god damn. Oh god damn. The five bloods is gonna be rough to watch. Ooh, yeah. For now, until forever, the Five Bloods will yeah. be rough, rough to watch. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. In this performance, it, he's so quiet, and I, and that's not a bad thing. No, Everything in, in is the so best, subdued, in the best way. Yeah. Yeah. And you can just tell that he is this lawyer who's just trying to do his thing he's trying to have a marriage that works he's frustrated about his family life he's also just a black man every step he takes he he has to make sure a gun's not gonna blow his head off and he can see all of that running through his head and yeah it's a really 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 good performance from 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 the guy yeah uh (sighs) boseman's just so good I like part of for me why Friday sucked real bad because uh, I know it's gonna it's gonna suck for both of us in very different ways. 
Um, for me, I always felt like after seeing Black Panther, after uh, like seeing him in, in other stuff, like the five bloods, like I was always just like, he's especially after the five bloods. I was like, he's one movie away. He is one moving away from cementing himself as a legend. He's already like one of the best. Like he's already one of the greats. There is no doubt about that. But I was like, he's one. He is one really good director. One really good script away from just be just ascending to legendary status. And I felt that I've, I've like, especially like after seeing obviously Black Panther and, and after seeing, the five bloods. I was like, he's right there. Yeah. It's about to happen. There's no, like, I was like, there's no, it, it felt like a runaway train of just like, he's going to in. And I was so, so excited to like grow old watching Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Um, one thing to talk about the craft before the craft, Jesus, Louise, I'm pretentious. Um, <laughs> before I talk about just the feelings, uh, we, we both studied acting. Um, yeah. one thing that I feel like you can't teach no matter how much you want to try is presence. Yeah. And it was something that he had, he always had going, you know, this yesterday, especially watching old stuff his uh, as, uh, things in. Law and Order or ER or uh, the TV show he did, Lincoln Heights, I believe. All these are on YouTube. Yeah. Um, you see that actor, he still he still needs to polish some, some things down before he can get to that thing. But he's a good actor. But from the beginning, he has that presence, that awe. Um, and yeah, I, I think when I heard the news, I was like, oh, well, uh, not to trivialize. I didn't know Ch- Chadwick Boseman. I don't want to be a part of trivializing things. But I heard it. I was like, yeah, he's our James Dean now. Like, oh, he, yeah, he, him doing Wakanda Forever will be the staple of of black films and probably films. Like, it will be an iconic image. And. Yeah, it just, it, 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 it really, but I totally get what you mean. He was one movie away from, what, Lord Olivier from, from, from yeah, like Daniel he, I, Day, from being one of the like great he, actors. I really felt, I really felt that he was, he was one good movie away. And maybe, and maybe, uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom is that, which he's, which mm-hmm. he completed filming. It's supposed. It was supposed to come out this year. Uh, I don't know if, if it's been delayed yet or not. Yeah. Um, maybe that's it. And maybe and maybe we still get we still get that movie. You know. Yeah. But I don't know. I haven't seen it. There's no way for me to know. Um. Yeah. And also, just in the bit that really does suck about all of this, you know, racial justice is happening. And Black Panther died. <laughs> like it, it, yeah. it, it is, it is hard not to divorce those two. Um, it re- yeah, yeah. I, it, it was, it was a rough, it was a rough time <laughs> of just like, oh, oh, come on, like, 
come on. I, I want to try my hardest not to cry because I don't want to make this moment about me. But what really hurts is because, like, I'm, I'm older. I get it. He was an actor. It's sad. It meant a lot to me. It, it, he, be, he meant a lot to a lot of people. But I really feel bad for the kids who, yeah. who are seeing black people getting murdered here in these conversations thinking like, oh, I have a conversation piece to some people. Oh, geez. And now Black Panther died. Like that that's the thing that really, really stings. Um Yeah. Yeah, cancer sucks, right? Um That's the other thing. You wish it was drug driving. You wish you OD'd. You wish like you wish you could be bad at something, but it's it's life. It's simply yeah. life. It's it's a roll of the dice. Uh, um I think it. I think it's impressive that that he fought through it. That he did. That he did. Black Panther, uh, Infinity War, and Endgame, and Marshall, and Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, and the Five Bloods, and the Five Bloods, and press for Civil War. Yeah, in between surgeries and chemo and treatments after treatments, like that's it's it's. Kind of crazy. There, I don't know if you've you've probably seen it. There was like an interview, like questions that were floating around from the guy who, who did the interview, uh, who asked about like, oh, so you like did you you did Civil War and then you did Marshall and then you did Black Panther like immediately after each other. Did you like bulk up and then slim down and then bulk up again? And he's like, oh, you have no idea. One day I'll live to tell my story, uh, which is a very sad statement to say but that like this is it right like this is what he's talking about yeah and the fact that he was such a a positive light like you know like there are so many interviews and clips of him going around right now that just show that he was he was like actively trying to be a role model and actively being just a a light in in the dark times uh, for so many people, you know, photos of him going to hospitals and, and cheering up terminal kids and, and knowing that, that he was doing that while he was fighting the same fight is, is crazy. It's, it's so crazy. And it's, it's a, it's a, it's a rough, it's a rough one. It's a, it's a rough one for sure. Um, ah, see, you even hear it in my voice, but this isn't about me. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, that was the saddest laugh I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, this, 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 this is a blow to Hollywood. Uh, it's so young. That's the other thing. Just so so young 42 43 43. on on the day that baseball honored jackie robinson on the day that martin luther king 57 years ago gave uh i have i had i had a dream or i have a dream and third uh, the good marshall was there um yeah just 
you know, you, you just, at these moments, it's you have to just look and celebrate what to Chadwick Boseman, but whenever we are back here again talking about the other actor or director, anyone, anyone in our personal lives, anyone in our fake lives, I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, we just have to honor them and, and see what they did and see what they did with the time that they had on Earth. And luckily, he had the time to touch so many people to stand for something. Uh, one clip that I saw and I shared was him talking about, he was like, I, I've been in the game forever. Um, people just didn't really hear about me because all the roles I got were just not for me. They were all the black best friend. They were the black thug. They, and I knew it would hurt me in the career sense and looking how people would think if I made it or not. But I still won't do it because of principle, because of like, and I, it's something to learn. There's a lesson to learn. There is, you know, in this darkness, especially with the world, there is light and there is light that we can learn from Mr. Chadwick Boseman. I had other things to talk about, but I feel like this is, this is, this is the place to, to lie this one. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Just remember Nothing is promised. Sam, I love you. I love, I love everyone. You too, I love everyone who, who who listens to this. And yeah, just be kind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my name is Sam Bannigan. And I am Andrew Thomas. Uh, you can find the podcast all over the place at Welcome Back Pod. Uh, we're on all the social medias and stuff. Uh, we have a Patreon page, uh, patreon.com slash welcome back pod. Uh, you can join Lennox Studios in producing the show. Um, I have to say that as was part of the Patreon thing. I didn't really want to say it, but uh, I don't want to miss a week yeah. of the thing because uh, that feels that feels bad. Um, they are paying us to make this goddamn <laughs> podcast, so we should probably say something. But um, we get we understand the 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 the, the irony. The yeah. yeah, it's it's rough. Uh, uh, I, this week I don't know. I don't even want to promote ourselves. I know everyone. And for me, I'm right there with you. Black Panther met a lot. It means a lot. Watch it. Watch Get On Up. Watch Marshall. Watch Thor 42. Learn. Be thoughtful. (laughs) Racial justice exists. Always remember to listen before you speak. Um, Yeah. Yeah, now I'm just now I'm just being a dad, just to just dropping some knowledge <laughs> on people. <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks for thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, I hope I hope you enjoyed this weird this weird one. We've done some weird ones in the past we, week. We've done some weird ones since March. Um, <laughs> you're not wrong. Well, okay. So when I posted the episode to the Patreon, I was like, uh, "Welcome back." cooked episode six and my brain went that means six months and i was like we've been in quarantine for six months bro bruh what bruh bruh blew me away um yeah i I don't know i uh wakanda forever to be young gifted and black just go just go check out some chadwick boseman stuff he's great
That's all we want. 